Well, it looks like the Nashville Predators have their 23-man roster for the start of the regular season, including one surprise waiver. We'll break down the final roster and make some season predictions today on the Locked On Predators podcast. Your Locked On Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Predators podcast your first listen of the day every single day. We are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, I want to start out with a special hello to our loyal Locked On Predheads out there, the everydayers who tune into every single show. We love you guys. We appreciate the support you give us week after week. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer at Penley Box Radio, and I have a partner in crime. You do. I'm Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer at the Hockey News. I also want to mention today's episode brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKDOWNNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. And as the wonderful people of Les Miserables would say, Come on. There's just one day more and one more day to revolution we, we I, I actually won't. i actually don't know how the rest of that song one goes. more day. i could do the whole thing i okay. won't because that's not what we're here for but that is like yeah. i was listening to this in the car and i'm like this is the best pre-game hockey song ever yeah it does you, not I mean, we have 22 way. minutes to fill so you should yeah. <laughs> i could fill about <laughs> someday yeah we, we needed this on some of the summer episodes but no <laughs> there is one day more for the start one of the nhl season nashville predators take on the tampa bay lightning tomorrow we have some official season predictions coming up on the show but first some business to take care of and because it appears the Nashville Predators have their 23-man roster set. They have their men. They do. And it's been a really interesting process. A couple of ones that I think maybe at the start of training camp, I would have been like, hmm. But I feel like, you know, for the most part, this has fallen into place nicely. I will say this. I would not bet the farm that this is going to be, you know, injuries aside, the exact same roster that we see middle of the season, end of the no. season. But um, yeah, they, they got it. They got it down there, which was amazing because, you know, remember Andrew Brunette said at the first day of camp, clean slate, he had 61 players. I think they had at training camp that he was watching to see who's going to make this cut. So yeah. We finally made it. Now, big caveat here. The Nashville Predators haven't exactly put out anything or like a release that said, yep, here's our official 23-man right. roster. True. Uh, they're due today, which, you know, leaves a possibility open for maybe one more move or if they're, you know, maybe looking for somebody else on the waiver wire. Uh, but they have made roster moves that have gotten their team down to 23 men. Uh, and the big headline, I guess, over the past little bit is one of the people not on there yes. uh, is Dennis Gurianoff. Uh, of course, kind of the reclamation project the Prez just signed in this past offseason for $800,000. Former 20-goal scorer with Dallas, former first-round pick. Um, yeah, he has been put on waivers, uh, officially reassigned to Milwaukee. Uh, and this was... 
you know, a little bit of a surprise mm-hmm. just because he played a lot of um, the preseason with Cody Glass and Gustav Nyquist. Looked like there was some chemistry there. Also spent a little bit of time on that top line uh, with Ryan O'Reilly and Philip Forsberg. So it seems like the Predators used him in a couple different spots. It looks like he did have chemistry with that Cody Glass line. Um, what do you make of this? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure what to make of this. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the Preds have to say about it today, kind of how they address this. Because I, I think two th- I look at it in two very different ways. Like you just said, I feel like this is a player who came in and he was given really great opportunities. Like Garyanov played, you know, with two of the quote-unquote top lines, um, had a lot of time in games. So there's a part of me that's like, did they not see from him something? Which I really felt like he had a good camp. I felt like um, you and I were talking, you know, before we recorded, he was fine. He was fine, you know? So that kind of makes me go like, hmm, interesting that they put him on waivers and he's in Milwaukee. But the flip side of that is this move could be not so much about Gary Onoff as it is about something else. For example, could uh, Andrew Burnett say, hey, look, I've seen some of him. You know, I've seen him with some players. I've seen him in places where he could plug into the lineup. Now I'm going to use these first couple of regular season games to get longer look at somebody like Sammy uh, Figimo. Oh. Or is he weighing out Kiefer Sherwood, Michael McCarron? Where would they fit in? So I'm not sure how much of this move is really about Gary Onoff's performance and how much of it is about giving another opportunity to somebody else. If it's a bigger picture move and not so much like a move that's, that's making a statement about him or his performance in training camp. Yeah. I think Samuel Fagimo came in and kind of stole a little bit of the thunder. Cause I think the thing with Gary Onoff, uh, and you and I talked about this before the show is that he was fine. Like yeah. he was a fine player. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just like he, it wasn't like one of those things where it was, oh my God, Gurionov's like taking over. Like here's the right. breakthrough. And I think Fagimo came in and you saw a little bit of that. Oh, he's it, Fagimo might be pretty good uh, or develop into something in that middle six. So right. I'm with you. I think it was more along the lines of there might've been other players out there that were doing kind of what the Preds wanted to see out of him a, a little bit better. And of course, you're not you're not going to send Evangelista back down at this point. You're not going to wave Phil Tomasino at this point. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's that that seemed like kind of the low hanging fruit. Um, right. And Garyanov, there was I think maybe speculation at one point where if it didn't work out the NHL level, uh, Prince might just terminate his contract. He would go to the KHL or something like that. But yeah, again, they, he has reported to Milwaukee, right? So that is. Yeah, that's, so that's where he is. Yeah, and it'll be you know, and should, should be a good piece for the admirals, I might add. And, yes, for sure. And I think it will be very interesting to hear from Andrew Brunette today about this. And also, let's see what happens because this may be a big story. This may be really a, a non-story. It may be you know we see Gary Onoff back up here in a couple of days. You know, so let's just kind of wait and see how that sifts out. But I'm with you. I'm like he had a fine camp. Um, and I don't think that this move is necessarily an indictment on any sort of performance problem. No. no. Uh, and that means, so the Preds are at 23 men at the moment. Uh, they haven't come right out and said this is their final roster, but nope. if it is, 
Uh, notable people on the squad again, both Tomasino and Evangelista. Yeah, not that that was a big surprise, but I think a lot of people were still like, I mean, look, we have yeah. seen some things in the past with one yeah. of those players. So. Uh, Kiefer Sherwood yes. on the roster, yep. um, Cole Smith on the roster, and Michael McCarron, yeah, on the roster. Um, you know, the last two to me, Anne. Um, just seems like that would be the, uh, you know, they're here for, you know, kind of fill and maybe rotate on the fourth line and get some, get some penalty killing depth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. some, somebody to be behind the, you know, Sissons, O'Reilly and Parson. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. I would agree with that. And look, I think that there are interesting spots where each of the three of those guys, Smith, Sherwood and McCarron could fill in. They play some different roles in some, in some ways. So I'm very interested to see um, if one of them or which one of them kind of slots in against a team like Tampa Bay. You know, mm -hmm. because Tampa Bay plays a certain style and, you know, which one of them does Andrew Burnett feel like gives the Predators what they need? Are they going to want the, you know, Tanner Janot version? Are they going to want, you know, somebody with some speed? Like I think Sherwood probably has, you know, really good speed. I think Cole Smith, I know what y'all are going to say, but look, Cole Smith looked really good and he looked good in training camp, y'all. Just everybody, it's a clean slate. So, you know. It'll be interesting to see how Andrew Burnett kind of what he does with those guys. A quick look at the defense plus some official season predictions. Come on. For us here Come on. on Predators coming up in just one second. But first, I want to mention again today's episode brought to you by Sleeper. The NHL season is finally here. Will the Vegas Golden Knights reign supreme again? I love the NHL, and I know you do too, and that's why I want to tell you about Sleeper. Sleeper is my go-to platform for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you have the chance to win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy. NHL has never been more exciting than it is now with star players like David, Ovechkin, Crosby, McCarr, Connor Bedard. So simply select more or less based on their stats, such as goals, assists, points, saves, and much, much more. Yet you heard me, Preds fans. Sleeper offers 100-time payouts. So start paying attention, make the right picks, and you can win big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's locked on NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, Ann, we are talking about the Preds' final 23-man roster. Some intrigue up front. Um, not so much on the back end. Uh, Mark Del Geizo was the last player sent to Milwaukee. Um, a really good preseason from him. Liked what I yeah. saw, but yeah, not, not really a huge surprise, uh, given there's already a log jam of players up there. Uh, the only maybe intriguing thing to watch here in a little bit is Jeremy Lazan took a knock, uh, yeah. at the end of the preseason game. It was out for what appeared to be a couple practices. Um, so the Preds have... Two left-handed defensemen and four right-handed defensemen if Lazan can't go. So they caused me stress. Work out, yeah. Yeah, that causes me stress. I like you know, I like symmetry in my defensemen. Yeah. So yeah, I do wonder how that's gonna work out if Jeremy Lazan 
is not able to play tomorrow. And like I said, you know, hopefully we'll hear from Andrew Burnett today, um, you know, get an update on Lazan and whether he'll be able to go. But, you know, there has been so much intrigue about this defense. And, you know, the upside is the intrigue is there's so much depth who's going to get the playing time. And so that's a great problem to have, but it will be very interesting to see you know, how does Andrew Burnett set these pairings? He kind of tinkered with them um, in the games against Carolina. You know, we kind of expected we would see Yossi, Shen, McDonough, Barry, and then Lazan and either Fabro Carrier. And he kind of tinkered with them a little bit because he wanted to see some more things in the Thursday uh, home game at Bridgestone against the Carolina or yeah, Caroline Hurricane. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see like, okay, where are you landing on this, Andrew Brunette? Like what's, who who are going to be our defensive pairings? You know, will it be Yossi and Shen? Will he bump Shen down? Maybe put Fabro back with Yossi? I don't know. So, but it's a good, this is a good pool to draw from. You know, yeah. I think it's been a very competitive camp defensively. And kudos to Mark Del Geizo. Yeah. Kudos to him. What a camp. Yeah. He'll be, back He'll be back up, I'm sure. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see maybe him and Stastny and, um, you know, if anybody is able to break through right there. Right. Um, like, just, just hitting on something real quick. Like, I, I do – like, I know everybody's like, oh, you got you can't have two defensemen with the same handedness on one pair. Like, that's – that's yeah, like, that's – you know, <laughs> number one, it causes an anxiety for the last three. Uh, no, yeah. Number two, it's, you know, you, you traditionally kind of want just like that easy, you know, it's kind of same handed mm -hmm. pass and not having to have a defenseman kind of get out of position to receive a puck, but it's also been done before people. Right. And, and I'm not talking like, Oh, just in a pinch. Like I'm talking like there is like regular instances of, you know, lefty and lefty and righty and righty like that. It's, it's, you know, I, I think it's a plus to have, you know, kind of opposite handed defensemen, but it, it's not a requirement. And there's a long list of, you know, like a long history of, of players who have been able to make this work. Right. So if, if, if you see a Carrier Fabro pairing, it's not going to be the end of the world. I think it stresses me. I think I have some residual stress from the Matthias Ekholm, Ryan Patrick kind of didn't sort of nail what they were hoping for last season. So I think it's just a little bit of residual stress. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Like it's, but, but again, was that them or like, was that their handedness or was that just them not having chemistry, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's hard to say again. I just come back to, I like symmetry, but yes, there's plenty to choose from and really no need to totally panic here. Yeah. Uh, so again, not much intrigue on the back end. Goalies, we of course know what the situation is there. UC yep. Saros, Kevin Lankin. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we will see if maybe there's one more move the Predators make. Maybe there's somebody on waivers, uh, somebody they want to try to pick up. Uh, but if not, the Preds have 23 guys on their active roster right now. So here yeah, we go. We're going to have to see what happens. Uh, let's talk some season predictions and, oh yeah. So, oh, yeah. So, so here's how we're going to do it. We're going to do like a couple different predators categories here. We're going to talk about like best player, like team MVP, uh, breakout player, a surprise. We'll leave that up to there. Um, maybe a underrated player, mm -hmm. a disappointing player, and then a record prediction. And yeah, so let's start with. 
an MVP. Who do you think is going to be the MVP of the Nashville Predators this year? I'm 99% sure you and I have the same answer for this. All right. Okay. So say, let's say our answers on the count of three. See if we're right. Well, not, well now I'm scared we don't. Oh my gosh. It's going to be so awkward if okay. we don't. Okay. Are right. you ready? One, One two, two, three. UC Soros. Soros. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna go like no 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 this is Philip Forsberg's year baby hundred percent no not that I don't think it's Philip Forsberg year but is there anyone is there anybody who changes the trajectory of this Nashville Predators team like UC Saros no friends there is not there is nobody nobody who holds so much in the mitt of his gloved hand than UC Saros he is hands down the best player for the Nashville Predators. And this entire reset would look completely different if the Nashville Predators didn't have UC Saros. Best player on the ice. I would say one of the best players in the entire Central Division. I would go so far as to say one of the best goaltenders, top three, at least, in the entire league. UC Saros, hands down. I'm with you there. Uh, I would say for sure that he is the top three goalie in, in the NHL. And the other thing, like, you know, in addition to that is, hey, how many times have we heard people, not just in Nashville, but around the league? It's like, yeah, not a big fan of the Nashville Predators roster, but I'm also not counting them out of the playoff hunt because of UC Saros. UC Saros, like, yeah. That's like he's just such a game changer. Yeah, he's the X factor. There was something Tage Thompson was uh, recently did an interview, and I wish that I knew off the top of my head who to credit that to, and I apologize for that. Uh, talking about you know goaltenders that he's faced, and he's like, "You see, Soros, man, like he." He, he was just talking about like the way he covers the net being a non-traditional hockey goaltender size, you know, it's just incredible. UC Saros is an incredible player. I sometimes think we in Nashville don't understand just how amazing a goaltender we have. Yeah. I'm so, good. so good. Uh, let's pick breakout player. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go? You go ahead. Give me your breakout player. I wonder if we have the same one again. I don't know. For me, breakout player um, is, you know, somebody who's already kind of been a breakout player before. Uh, right. But it's going to be Tommy Novak to me. Man. Okay. Um, it's just because, uh, you know, you know, he had 40 points, like 40 plus points last year, almost 50 points, was on pace, I think, for like 65 uh, yeah. over like an 82 game season. Uh, which is really good. So, you know, I think there's a lot of people that would fairly say like, eh, last year was kind of his breakout year. But I think we're going to see a lot more uh, from Tommy Novak this year. And again, remember what was kind of one of our big talking points in the summer was, hey, is Tommy Novak going to look the same right. under Andrew Burnett? Are they going to be like, huh, you know, is this, you know, is is he really kind of like a top six guy or is he just sort of another, you know, pith in the wind? Um. Yeah, I mean, Tommy Novak has looked really strong uh, this preseason, and uh, Andrew Burnett sees that because yeah. Tommy Novak has been used in some marquee moments. Uh, he's on that first power play unit with all the Preds' big guns, Yossi, Forsberg, Ryan O'Reilly. So I think you're going to see a lot of Tommy Novak being used more and more with some of the Preds' top players, and you're going to see him – take on a bigger role, you know, on his second forward line as well. Yeah. I don't disagree with you. I think um, I'm, I'm with you in the sense that I think we're going to see more from Tommy Novak. I think the Tommy Novak of last season is Tommy Novak. 
You know, mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, I had talked to Aaron Sims from the Milwaukee Admirals and he's like, oh, that's Tommy Novak. You didn't, there was no mirage. That's not lightning in a bottle. That's Tommy Novak. And sure. it, everything in camp just absolutely uh, confirms that. But I have a different breakout player, which is interesting. Let's hear it. Uh, Yuso Parsonen. I think Yuso Parsonen is going to shock the hell out of the NHL. I think he is going to shock the heck out of the NHL. Um, yeah, 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 you said it. I said it. That's my bad. Um, but I do. And, and I think in Nashville, we kind of have an idea because you saw glimpses of it last season, you know, but he, you know, was injured and, and in kind of in and out of the lineup, but he's playing and has played in training camp. We've seen him in a couple of preseason games where he's playing on a line with Ryan O'Reilly and Philip Forsberg. Now we all knew like, Hey, there's something there. But I think that you so Parsonen is that there's something there that can hang a lot this season with Philip Forsberg and Ryan O'Reilly. So I really think that uh, he's going to have a breakout season. I think he's going to just I think he's going to come out of nowhere. The NHL is going to go. I'm sorry, who? And we're yeah. going to say, let us tell you about our seventh round 2019 pick who just you know, is knocking the socks off of everybody watching him play. I'm not necessarily saying he is going to be a top goal scorer, although I wouldn't count him out, but I think him with Forsberg and O'Reilly, those three are going to create some amazing offensive chances. So for me, I think this is going to be Yuso Parsonen's year. As long as he stays healthy, he kind of missed some time early in camp with uh, lower body injury. So please stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, a couple more to get to, including a surprise underrated player, uh, maybe somebody that we're kind of worried about, and an official prediction for how this team is going to finish the season. Coming up in just one second. First, want to let you know this episode's brought to you by our great friends at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you are into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered with over one. 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you will always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. All right, and let's get to some more predictions here, shall we? Mm -hmm. uh, who do you have as maybe like a surprising player, kind of an underrated player? Maybe not so much like a breakout, but somebody that you think is going to do better than a lot of people are maybe kind of penciling him in for. There's a couple people that I really wrestled with picking for this. But for me, I think uh, Yakov Trenin. I think Yakov Trenin is going to have a really good season. I, I know maybe that seems a little, you know, out there because he was so successful with the herd line. The herd line broke up. I'm not 100% sure they, you know, that 
he had the season last year that maybe we expected from him. I think Yakov Trenin is poised to have a really great season. I think there's just another year of experience under his belt. I think he's got lots of good options as far as line mates. Uh, Colton Sissons makes everybody better. And they have good chemistry. So I think whoever you put with them is going to be a good addition. I think offensively, we're going to see a little more from him. I think uh, we're going to see some shorthanded goals, some more shorthanded goals from Yakov Trenin. So he's one that I'm keeping my eye on. He's just sort of a, a little bit of a sleeper pick for somebody that's going to do a little more than what people expect. So I'm going with I'm going with Yak. Okay, I'm going to jump ahead here. Uh, okay. Their next category was maybe somebody you're worried about disappointing. Don't do it. Mine was going to be Yakov Trenin. What? Why? 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 Yeah, here's the thing. I, I like Yakov Trenin. Like I like his game. He certainly has had a good couple of years. Mm-hmm. It just it doesn't feel like he's quite excelled uh, in this new Andrew Burnett system yet. Um, you know, there's a lot of speed, which isn't necessarily Yakov Trenton's game. Like he's a strong skater, good forechecker, does right. a lot of things well. I just don't think he's going to be maybe elevated. I still think he's somebody that can be like a good fourth line guy. Right. Um, And, you know, a good penalty killing option, but I don't think we're going to see that, you know, big impact breakout year from Yakov Trenin uh, that we thought we were maybe seeing a couple of years ago. Um, You know, the, the scoring production has been there 24 points in each of the past two seasons, but you know, it wouldn't surprise me, Anne, if maybe the scoring takes a little bit of a dip this year. It also wouldn't surprise me if maybe he's, you know, a healthy scratch at points. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay, we need to mark this down. This is what, uh, October 9th? Nick and I have had our first fight of the season because I think you're, and you know, I love you, but Mm. I think that you're going to have to sit there in your wrongness and be wrong come April. I think Yakov Trenin is actually going to score more under the system. I know that like he does not skate like the wind, but I think you're going to see him with some better offensive opportunities. And I think he's a guy who's going to finish. So let's just, let's just table this and move on so that we don't break up right here, right here. Over yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. We're, we're going to see if we find it or not. Uh, but I will give you a pick for my sort of underrated surprise okay. player. Okay. Uh, somebody that we've talked about a lot, but maybe not in this context. And it's Alexander Carrier. Come on. For me, yes. man. Um, there's been so much talk about is he going to earn a roster spot? Is he going to be a healthy scratch? Is he going to be fighting for, you know, his last spot? And I think a lot of people have kind of forgotten because of last year and sort of the injury and inconsistency mm-hmm. problems that Alexander Carrier is still a pretty good defenseman. Yes. And and what's more important is he's a good defenseman that looks like he fits in this Andrew Burnett system. Uh, the dude can skate. He's got good, you know, eyes in terms of setting up plays, uh, you know, good agility, you know, and, and he has a little bit of an offensive pop, had 30 points. Uh, just two years ago in, in in a season in which he earned a nod to the NHL's all-rookie team. Yeah. So for me, I, I think there's just kind of this sort of, oh, he's he's on a one-year deal. This is his last chance. He might be trade bait. I think there's been so much of that going on that I think a lot of people have kind of forgotten, you know, what we thought of Alexander Carrier 
just, you know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. So for me, you know, I'm not going to say he's going to be out and, you know, score the same rate that Tyson Berry or, or Roman Yossi is, but I think he's good enough that, you know, maybe, maybe he loses a minute or two a game and he's just kind of a 19 minute a, a night guy, but he's, you know, able to get some pop going from that third pair. Uh, and maybe make that a little bit more dangerous of a pair. Uh, and a very, I would say, underrated penalty killer as yes. well. So I think we're going to see a lot from Carrier this year, Anne. Yeah, I actually, I really like that. I'm I'm warming up to you again. I really like that pick. Um, be- not only because I think he just has the talent, but I think he's in a really good headspace for all of the, this is your prove it year. You've got to do it. You're competing for a roster spot. Just in talking with him a little bit, he's in a really good headspace. Like, I feel like he is really uh, positive. He's embracing this new system. I think he's excited. So I agree with you. I, I think that's a great pick for somebody who, who may surprise some people. I think he's going to have, I think he could have a very good season for the Predators. Yeah. Uh, real quick, do you have a, maybe a disappointing player? You know, I only want to speak life. You know, I only want to speak life. So I say this with a grain of salt, also as a cautionary tale to people to just relax. But I think people would say Phil Tomasino, look, here's, here's what I'm going to say. I feel like because of the trajectory, the up and down of his career, people think this is his year, do or die. I would really love to see Tomo pop off. I think he's got a ton of talent. I think he's everybody's kind of he could be disappointing. Look, if it doesn't happen this season, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen for him. So he's kind of who I think people will say. um, But and and I don't know that this is going to be the year he pops off. But but hang in there with Phil Tomasino. I I, I can't pick a disappointing player. It just feels like it just feels poopy. Who is yours? Go ahead. You do it. I I did. Trennan. Oh, that's right. Well, I'm not yeah. talking to you anymore. Yeah. Nah. Uh, finally, <laughs> and uh, season prediction. Yeah. I feel like it's going to go for the Nashville Predators this year, real quick. Um, I think we're going to finish very similar to where we did finish. If I had to pick a record, I'm going to say we're going to go 40. They're going to do like 40, 34, 8. That's where I'm going. Those are my numbers. So, losing record. I mean, yeah. look, you don't have to be unkind about it, but. <laughs> I, t- I like to look at just the first two numbers. You I don't like, you don't like to be negative. I don't like to add those second two numbers together because I feel like the losing tie, that's still a point. I, you know, the glass is half full on those yeah. eight. <laughs> yeah. What about you? How are we? How are the national first predators? First off, I think your math only added up to 72 games. No, <laughs> yeah, no, I checked it. Um, very brief prediction. I think the Nashville Predators surprise some players. I think they surprise some teams. I think they yeah. flirt with the playoffs. I agree. I think they're one of the last two teams uh, who just miss out. Yeah. But I think we're going to see a lot from the younger players this year that makes us think that this thing might be headed in the right direction. I think the record could look very similar to last season's, but I think it's going to feel a lot different for the reason you just said. It's going to feel different, y'all. It's going to feel for okay. Sure. For sure. Uh, That is going to do it for us on today's Locked on Predators podcast. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Tomorrow's game day, we will be back with our official first game day review of the year, folks. We'll see you then.